this podcast has to be 100% authentic. It has to be real. It has to be solid. It can't be anything less than that. Like, I, I can't get up here and pretend to be something that I'm not or give you information from a... I can just no longer... I mean, I can't be a part of my God being falsely represented. I can't. I love him. He loves me entirely too much for me to get up here and be on some weird stuff. Like, I I can't. Um, If I'm being real, it's really a blessing and an honor to be chosen for such a task, such a assignment. Sometimes it's hard. I ain't gonna count. Sometimes it's tough, but I appreciate it. I appreciate him. And I appreciate you guys because it's really for y'all and him, for real. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get to the point. If you have your word, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew 6. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a preacher. Uh, Matthew 6 and 34 says, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Life is hard. <laughs> I'm going to start out with that, bro. <laughs> Life is tough. And we live in a world today that teaches us to do life every way but God's way. And for some time, like, God has really been trying to reach his people with truth and honesty in his word and get his people to do things his way. And he's just enlightened me on more of that here recently. And understand that God understands the trials, the tribulations, the troubles, the heartaches, all of the things that all of us go through in this world. And I think that's another reason as to why that verse was put into the Bible. I'm going to give you a little back story, though, a little info. Um, in Matthew 6, this isn't just um, someone writing the Bible. This is Jesus talking. This is recollection of Jesus, Jesus's words. And he was talking to his disciples. And he was telling them. You know what? Go read Matthew 6. All my life, I have been told, like, uh, trust God, believe God, and he'll make a way. No matter how bad the situation, he'll make a way. And it's like, sound good. You know, all that sound good, but where is he in my trouble? Where is he in my despair? Where is he... When I feel like I'm at the lowest of the lows and I need help, where is this God that you speak of? Um, we gonna be real. I'm not. I'm not finna sit up here and like dress it up. We gonna be real. Um, I feel like that's a that's one of the reasons why a lot of people like stray away from the faith because it's like they feel like God is not there. <laughs> they feel like God is not there in the times that they really need Him. And I feel like in any situation, no matter how bad it is, it either gives us the opportunity. We can either choose to run away from God or run to God. And our response should always be to run to God. But being real, that's not what we always do. I think sometimes the situation 
overpowers our faith. For one, because we let it though. But the situation overpowers our faith. The circumstance, like what we see, triumphs what we believe. And that's why it's a faith message because you don't, it, it don't take faith when you have it all. You don't need faith to pay a bill with the money you already got because you know you got it covered. When everything is lined up, when all your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed, like you cool. You don't need faith for that. You feel what I'm saying? But it's, our faith in our father has to be stronger than what we see. The faith has to overpower what our eyes are witnessing. Like, it's tough. Being honest, it's tough. I know it's tough. Like, this life, life is hard, bro. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like a lot of a lot of people think that just because you have Jesus or relationship, you a believer, that life's supposed to be easy. Jesus ain't never said that. He said, like, in this life, you will have trials and tribulations, but take heart. I have overcome the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, he overcame the world and... It doesn't make it it doesn't mean that everything here is going to be easy because it's not like believe it or not you don't regardless of what you believe bro if you live in this life you know it's tough you know it's hard god put me in situations where i have no choice but to trust him i have to because it's like you have a you know you know like when you like in a car with like a bunch of people and you in the back seat, right? Like you ain't in the front seat, you ain't driving, but you in the back seat and it's like three, four other people beside you. And you just like, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't move, you still, it's like, you just got to wait for the car to stop for them to let you out, for you to get out. It's like, it was like kind of one of them type situations, bro. It was like, I just felt like I was just waiting. Like he literally forced me. Thank <laughs> you, God. He put me in the waiting situations, those waiting seasons, just to prove to me, like, I am God, and besides me, there is no other, and I am so grateful. I'm so thankful. Y'all gonna hear me say that a lot, but it's true, because I am grateful. I am thankful, because God is God, like, he's just, he's just God, like, it's, and it's beautiful, like, <sighs> a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people don't trust God the way they say they do, and you might be one of them, and that's okay. If you are one of them, accept that and move from there and not where you think you are. Because he already knows that. Even with myself. Like, I, that's another reason why I thank him for, like, actually allowing me to go through things. Because I can always use myself an ex as an example. I didn't trust God the way that I said that I did. But it wasn't until I acknowledged that I did not trust him the way that I said I did that he could actually do something about that. Because I wasn't aware of it, for one. So, the way that he's moved off of that, if I had not had that awareness, I wouldn't have understood it. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew at this point now, I know that he did that out of love and for me. Like that was something that he did for me. It was like, Jaquana, you do not trust me how you say. And when I actually was open to that and accepted it, it was like, okay, now I can move. Like I actually had to tell God, like, God, I don't trust you like I say I do. You know? And I feel like, the way that we that God has been presented to us is like we we can be authentic, but only to a certain level. You feel what I'm saying? Like, tell God everything, be truthful, but you gotta dress it up. No, 
God already knows literally everything. Like, think about how real you want somebody to be with you. I feel like in my generation, in this generation, like, they real, like, we real big on that. Like, be real with me. Don't lie to me. Tell me the truth. But it's like, do you really want the truth? You know what I'm saying? And one of the things that God revealed to me, like, he can only be as honest with us as we are with him and as we are with ourselves for real. You know? Um... How can we expect something that we don't give? We don't like when we're being lied. We don't like when people lie to us. We don't like sugarcoating, being around the bush. But we do it with him. And it's like, if we want truth, we have to be willing to accept truth for what it is and not what we expect it to be. Because God decides what truth is. And when he gives us that truth, it's like, can you handle it for one? Are you in a place to to really receive it? Because... You know how people be like, knowledge is power. Knowledge itself is not power. It's the application of knowledge that brings the power. Um, so, yeah, when I, I don't even know where that came from. But, yeah, when I actually acknowledged it, he was like, okay, now we can move from this because this is where you really are. And I realized, like, I'm not where I thought I was. But it was okay. Um, because now that I had identified that I was able to, work on and progress to where I want it to be correctly I was at a loss for words so I can't but I was able to progress to where I wanted to be cor- correctly um and God was able to actually move um man I lucky feel like the titles don't be matching what I be talking about and <laughs> just be real man um if you can't be honest with nobody else you can be honest with god you have to be honest with god because he already knows and a lot of the honesty isn't for him it's for us um i heard a pastor say one time that god doesn't bless who you pretend to be he blesses who you really are and that's so true um but sometimes pride will keep us from acknowledging where we really are. But we got to be humble. You know the word says to humble yourself before the Lord. Y'all, hum- if you're not humble, humble yourself. You don't want God to humble you. I'm t- I've been in a couple situations where God had to humble me. I, zero out of ten would not recommend. Humble yourself. I'm telling you, like, bro, humble yourself. Right now, like, <laughs> like I said, life is hard. But right now, bro, everything is really, like, sky like prices are crazy prices are insane like everything is through the roof it's like hard to live for real and um with the way with the way things are going it's like i know a lot of people are starting to question like will they have enough and (laughs) a lot of people are starting to question will they have enough and God is the provider, period. I'm getting a little excited because, man, I, for so long I've been trying to, like, actually get to actually record this episode, and it's been just tough. But um, I, God is the provider. One of the things that God revealed to me some time ago was all you have is all you need. I, myself, used to be so worrisome of things that I did not have, and it was like the worry of what I didn't have was clouding my appreciation and my thoughts and my view on what I did like not realizing that everything that I needed for that day I had and 
I think that's why when God gave me Matthew 6 and 34, it was like, this ain't just for them, this for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like I said, I was going through the lesson um, and the message that I'm talking about today. And I can really tell you, like, all you have is all you need. And what you don't have, don't worry about it because God is your father. He knows all of your needs. And Jesus tells us to tell him that he was like, your father already knows your need. Like, tell him what you need. He already knows anyway. And God is not a man that he should lie. Right. So if he said that he he's a good father, what does a father do? A father provides for his children. A father provides for the provides for the one that he loves and one that he has brought into this world. He takes care of them and God takes care of us. But it's really about that faith. Like, do we have that faith to know and believe that our father will take care of us, even if it's not in the way that we think he should, even if it's not at the time that we think he should, he will provide, he will come through. And being real, that was one of the things that I struggled with for some time. Like, I, I honestly did not know how to trust God. I didn't know how to actually wholeheartedly believe like you you gonna do what you said like you can come through I, I need x and this I don't have it I need you to you know what I'm saying whatever it may be and it's like how do you how do you believe when what you see is the exact opposite of what you're being told to have faith in it's tough, but that's why it takes faith. Like the whole message of Jesus message of Jesus is a faith message. Like it's literally faith. We are made right with God by our faith. It's not anything that we do but belief. And I realize that God really will test your faith. <laughs> like it's so it's so easy to say you believe something in someone until you test it, until you're tried. And here recently in these past few months past few here recently in my life like God really has just showed me like you don't trust me like you say you do Jaquana and that was low-key like a little hard pill to to swallow but I was so thankful and grateful that he revealed that to me because it allowed me to step back and step into where I really was and not where I thought I was right glad I said that um, in Genesis three, after the first sin was committed, God asked, committed, God asked Adam, he was like, where are you? And when I went and read that story, I don't think God was asking Adam, where are you? Because he didn't know he's God. Of course, he knew exactly where he was physically, but God was giving him the opportunity to come to him and tell him the truth about what he did. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have been on some like, father, I, I committed the sin. I did what you told me not to do. I need your help. You feel what I'm saying? That's not what Adam did. He was like, the woman that you gave me, she made me eat this fruit type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, the first thing he did was, like, shift the blame. He pushed blame. Like, he didn't even take responsibility for his own actions. For one, that girl ain't made you eat that fruit. She did not make you eat it. She ate it, and she gave you some, and you ate it. She didn't force it on your throat. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I'm getting off. But anyways, um, back to what I was <laughs> When he asked him, where are you? Like I said, he was giving him, I, I think he was giving him the opportunity. That was the perfect opportunity for Adam to actually come to his father and he didn't. And the same way God asked Adam, where are you? Oftentimes he will ask us that as well. And it's not because he doesn't know where we are, but it's for us to see where we really are, right? Like, do you know where you really are? And that's 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 something I want to ask y'all, boy. Like, 
where are you? Like in, in any and every area of your life, where are you mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? Like, where are you? Are you where you think you are? Like, I think a lot of times we is we, we can really have these thoughts and ideas and beliefs in our head about certain things and it not be true, but we believe it as if it is true because we've been believing it for so long. And I think sometimes God doesn't come and disrupt that because we won't be so willing to accept it that it's not truth. You feel what I'm saying? If that makes sense. It's like you can believe a lie for so long that it just feels like the truth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, or, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. You can believe a lie for so long that it feels like the truth. And <sighs> it's so many of God's people that live in deception who have been deceived, and he just doesn't want that anymore. He never wanted that, but I don't know what it is, bro. What it's like, it's something about right now, something about this this time, this this whatever. Like, it's just... God really been moving, bro. Like, he really been doing some things, doing some shaking, opening eyes, like, revealing himself to people, like, spreading his love. As it, it, Like, it just seemed like something happened. I don't know what. Don't, y'all, don't, don't say that. Yeah, don't do all that because I don't know. But it just, it's, 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 it's just, uh, it's like, you feel what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know, but I like it. And I, I thank God that I'm a part of it. Anyways, um, yeah, where are you? All you have is all you need. All you have is all you need. The world we live in today makes you feel like you need so many things to be. And it's not true. Like, For one, money is not everything. The amount of money you have is not everything. Because the things of this world are the things of this world. It will be here when we're long gone. Um, it made me think about when in the boat, when God and his disciples was, not God, when Jesus and his, well, he is God, but when Jesus and his, his disciples was in the boat, right? And it was like a storm. And... The boat started being filled with water, whatever. They started panicking. Jesus in the back sleep, like, bro, taking a nap. And they woke him up, like, do you not care if we die? And Jesus got up and told the water, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he talked to the water and was like, stop, whatever, whatever he said. Um, but he calmed the waters. And he was like, do you still have no faith? Like, to me, until until the, the, that story was really broken down to me from another perception, um, I feel like I would have did the same thing that they did panic because a lot of us today, we do the same thing. We panic. And when I, when I look deeper into it, it was like, bro, y'all boys sitting here worried about some water, some wind in a boat. When you literally have the living God in yours, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you literally have the living God in your boat and you're afraid because you think you're going to die when you have God with you, the one who has all the power and they saw him sleeping and it, and it weakened their faith. They saw him sleeping and it weakened their faith when it actually should have strengthened it. Because if this storm is going around, going on, and your Lord and Savior is in here sleeping, he's resting. He's at rest no matter what's going on around him. Why do you not believe? 
You feel what I'm saying? Um, it kind of blew my mind when I actually looked into it because it's like it it really did it that that situation just exposed their lack of faith. Their faith wasn't in the one who was in the boat with them, but was in the storm that was going on around them. And when Jesus got up, he instantly told the storm, like, chill, stop. And it stopped. Yeah, so I'm going to just leave that because I don't got nothing else. But I remember growing up and seeing my mom do crazy stuff. <laughs> when I say crazy, I mean, it makes sense now, but that woman had a faith like no other. I, a lot of the things that she did and the way that she moved, I did not understand. I'm like, bro, you got bills to pay. Why are you giving money to this church? Like, you could be using that to go toward whatever bill. You know what I'm saying? And she would be like, this this God money, this ain't mine. I'm like, where he at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what he need money for? I truly did not understand. But now I do. She understood that God was the provider and not her. She understood that that money did not belong to her. And God was the one that gave it to her. You feel what I'm saying? And to give him what was rightfully his. Because it ain't even about the money for real. It's about the heart. That's another conversation. But she understood that. She got that. You know what I'm saying? And it built her faith. Like giving that when you know when you know you got bills to pay. And you already feel like you don't have enough and you still give your ties. You still give, give money, bro. It's like that's faith. It don't it don't take faith to give the last. It takes faith to give the first. You feel what I'm saying? And it's like I, I've never seen my mom forsaken. Like I've never seen her. I had never seen her go without. Like God always came through for her just how she knew that he would. And every time it blew my mind because I'm like, bro. Every time it blew my mind, because I'm like, bro, like, I really did not understand. But I just thank God so much for allowing me to actually see someone live out faith. Like, regardless of what was presented before them, to have faith in the one, in their father. Like, it took me some years to really understand um because for a long time, I was one of the ones that tried to do everything in my own strength. And I found my, I was tired, bro. Like, I got to up on why I'm like, you know what, God? I'm going to get this to you because I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I couldn't. I really couldn't do it. And it's like, when I got to that point, he was like, all right, now we can. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we can. Now we can do something. And after that, it was like, man, like, God moved and continues to move for me in ways that just blow my mind but i just thank him so much um in matthew 6 as well it says like how many of you can add a, a single hour to your life by worrying like jesus really did not want us to worry he really wanted us to understand like go to god no matter what it's looking like no matter how you like bro go to god take it to god you know what I'm saying? And, and like I said, it takes faith to do that. Um, one of the last things I want to say is don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. Okay, sorry. The One of the last things I want to just say is don't worry. And I know that's so easy to say. If you're in a place where you don't know how to not worry, take that to God. Like, find comfort in the love and in the peace of God because of our faith we have peace with God um 
there are a lot of things that are available to us that we haven't even tapped into yet for real um he loves us so much he doesn't want us to worry he doesn't want us to focus on what we don't have what we missing in that same Matthew 6 it says like don't worry about what you're gonna eat what you're gonna drink is life not more than food and is the body not more than food and life more than something else? I can't remember ex- right now, but don't worry about what you're going to eat. Don't worry about what you're going to drink. Don't worry about if you'll have enough. Like, life is more than that. And I feel like the cares and the worries of this life will really take over you if you're not careful. It can really... It can really tear down your faith and your belief. And that's why I said, like, our belief in God has to be stronger than what we see. Like, no matter what's going on around you, remain in what you know. Remain in the truth. Remain in the love of God. The truth that you know about God. Learn more about God. Like I said, like, when we find ourselves in challenging situations we should run to not away from it's when we try to do things on our own and in our own strength that things go left but it's like take that to God and he'll show you what to do like later on in Matthews it says seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given unto you but life has a way of 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 of, of having you do the exact opposite like going and trying to figure it out on your own, trying to make a way for yourself. And that's why a lot of people are tired and weary and drained and just done because they've been moving in their own strength. And that's not what we're supposed to do. Those things tire us out because they were never supposed to sustain us. They don't sustain us and they never will sustain us. Like no matter how much we try to make things happen for ourselves, like you... You will find yourself in that tired, sometimes confused place every time because it's we're not meant to do this life alone. We're not meant to carry a lot of the loads that we carry, that we take on. And sometimes we feel like we have no option, but we do have an option. You always have an option. But it's rather it's 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 up to you if you acknowledge that option or not, or if you take that offer for what it is for real. Like if you do something about that. Um, give it to God Whatever it is Like whatever you're going through Whatever you're struggling with Whatever you're worried about Take it to God Ask him what to do Try him For real Like He won't let you down He won't fail you Sometimes I I really believe that sometimes God allows us to go through situations just to come to him. Like certain things is to bring us to him. But I also believe that it shouldn't be just those situations when we come to him. Like he should not be the last resort, but the first. Um, 
Adam and everything, put him first in everything, like literally everything. That don't mean that life will be perfect, but at least you got him. Uh, Holy Spirit, thank you for guiding me. Thank you for being truth. Thank you for um, teaching me and loving me. I still ain't got no outro, no intro, so um, how we end is how we end. I got my point across. That's all that really matters. So, uh, But, yeah, uh, I want y'all boy to go and read Matthew 6.